Hey, it's Chuck U. Farley. Mike Papa. And Lindy. And yes, Mike's back for another <laughs> episode. Of... Welcome back. <laughs> We're sorry, did we offend you? I'm no longer on location. Yeah, he's never <laughs> on an undisclosed on assignment. Undisclosed assignment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just say I, I. If you've ever had to go and live in a hotel for three weeks, it sucks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I would to do two. I think two was the longest for me once. You know, it, it, two would have been bearable, but even too long. You know what? I I left the military. I thought I left a lot of this extended travel behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> All right. Welcome so. back to extended travel. So. So I've apparently missed a lot, but we're just going to keep up like I'm, like I've been here. Yeah, we'll just keep up like like Mike's never missed anything. So, um, I don't know. It's been, it was actually a pretty slow week this week, I would say. I mean, nothing. No hurricanes. No. Um, what? Uh, why, 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 why are you smiling because like that? Because there's a tropical storm that's... Um, building up right now it's tropical storm julia mm-hmm. and it's going towards like costa rica and that mm-hmm. and my co-worker who's also named julia is going on a cruise next week and she's hoping that they miss it really <laughs> yeah well i mean it is season exactly i'm like well julia stay away from julia yeah <laughs> i mean you know so yeah okay so there's a travel storm there's no hurricanes this week florida's rebuilding desantis DeSantis, of course, DeSantis had things ready to go. I mean, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. I mean, DeSantis, in the in the prep, mm-hmm. even though before all the tracks were ready, mm-hmm. he had already coordinated, his, and his emergency management team mm-hmm. had already contacted power companies. Right, and had, had them standing by. And had all the linemen standing by, ready to swoop in, mm-hmm. had cleanup crews ready to come in, mm-hmm. uh, did a a preemptive declaration of emergency on every county in Florida, and uh, which opened up state money and federal money. Right. Um, now Biden came actually came down this week. Yeah. Well, you heard didn't you that like for the longest period of time Biden didn't want to go. He went to Puerto Rico. He wouldn't acknowledge. Yeah. He wouldn't even he wouldn't even call DeSantis. Right. He he had he had people with FEMA. Dealing with it. Well, well I mean, he was calling uh, mayors, but he wasn't calling the governor. The governor, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. That, that's bullshit. It's all that's all politics. Politics. Mm-hmm. But when he got down there, you know, Biden actually gave kudos and a compliment to uh, to DeSantis, saying, "Hey, you know, this has been a very effective uh, plan." He's been, um, and DeSantis did. DeSantis mm-hmm. has. Uh, I'll tell you what. He 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 talked to like the governors of Louisiana who have been hit mm-hmm. numerous times. Mm-hmm. And said, hey, what can I do to, to prep for this? And he did it. Now, he's right. not going to make everybody happy. And there's always going to be the um, the little hiccups here and there. Uh-huh. But nobody's perfect. And he's not claiming to be perfect. But I think I think his recovery effort, I think the plans he had in place. I mean, what, 90% of the state already has power restored? Yeah. And, you, and you know. there's one bridge already back up open mm-hmm. to one of the islands. The... The big, the big, what's the Sanibel San- Causeway or whatever? Yeah. That's going to be three weeks out. I mean, well, but that, even getting that up and running in three weeks, it, that's going to be a miracle. Yeah, but 
I mean, hell, they played an NFL game, Thursday night game, like right after, like two days, three days after. Sunday night. It was Sunday night. Was it not Sunday night football? Well, yeah, but it was in Tampa, so it, you know, Tampa didn't really get, they got skirted by it. Yeah, but loss of power or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, you know, here you're hosting a game mm-hmm. days after. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it uh, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> But the, you know, I, I just think he's done an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if it had been, of course, any other uh, Democrat governor, they're they're going to be looking for kudos and said so he's oh, just Democrat. Oh, Democrat governor, fuck, what's his name? Um, Eric Adams. He, he's a mayor. He's not a governor, but he, Hochul's on his side. But even he, you know, they got like what seventeen thousand fucking immigrants. Immigrants, and he's. Declaring an, an emergency situation, and but we're not ready for this. You're a sanctuary fucking city. Yeah, you got seventeen thousand, and you you can't handle it yet. You know, little, in a in a city of eight nine million. Yeah, and little, what's that little border town in Texas? Del that Rio. Are, that are getting what thirty thousand a fucking day? day? Yeah, yeah. The Rio Grande Valley in Del Rio, Texas. So, um, yeah. So yeah. So, but yeah. It, Big contrast on the way that the Republican governor handled it versus a Democrat politician mm-hmm. um, on the way they handle emergencies. Right. Because well, even DeSantis, I saw an interview where he was at a football game. Was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah, the high school. Yeah, they got a. They had actually got a, the lights back on, and and Southwest Florida was actually able to play high school football. And, and and he was talking. He goes, "Listen, he goes, my job is not to take care of the Republican Floridians; to take care of all Floridians." Exactly. And he goes, regardless, and he goes, if I do anything less, it's unacceptable, basically, mm-hmm. is what he said. And he's yeah. right. He's right. And that's, maybe Biden needs to take a fucking lesson. You know. Because he don't get it, because his Twitter is full of just rips on Republicans. Well, exactly. Well, everything he does is a is a political ploy, just like his pardons the other day is a oh, political dude. ploy. Oh, yeah. That, that was a stroke of fucking genius. I mean, seriously. Okay, so what's one of the biggest things... On the ticket this year, on the midterm elections, on the crime. crime. So you go and you release six thousand five hundred fucking felons. Yeah, granted, it's a, a, a possession, possession charge. charge. But how many of those felons um, pled down to a possession charge? Yeah, did, be, some, did something even more. Yeah, they pled down to a possession charge, and a lot of them are on the federal side are going to be drug runners, mm-hmm. right? Right, working for the cartels. Yeah. So now you've just let more criminals out of prison. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry, but they're thinking, and this is everybody else thinking, and this is the first thing I thought too, is they think they're going to get 6,500 more votes, right? Yeah. These fuckers are going to be so fucking stoned, they ain't going to give two shits about fucking voting. You ain't getting jack out of these fuckers. No, they're just, uh, but he, he's also looking for the, the crowd, the young kid crowd. Because they want to decriminalize marijuana and look at how the government schedules it on the Schedule One drugs, you know, as a you know yeah. dangerous narcotic or whatever. Yeah. You know, okay, that's fine. There's ways to do that if you really want to reevaluate on the federal level. Mm-hmm. Um, but by pardoning these people, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're just a simple possession charge. Yeah. No. No, nobody should be in jail. Really, Joe? Because it's because of your drug, your 94 drug uh, or crime, crime law. bill. Yeah. That they're there in the first fucking place. Right. Yeah. Now, and is he also doing this to uh, uh, lessen the blow for his son Hunter? 
Dude, okay, if you want to get into that. But, okay, we'll get into that because, <laughs> actually, because if he does do, do anything, if Hunter gets charged and he gets and he pardons him, his political career is over. He's no longer viable. Well, he's already not. I know. But more and more is coming out, but the, the media is still running cover for him about mm-hmm. his influence. Did you see Bob Alinsky's influence at the second one, interview with Tucker Carlson? I saw parts of, I saw parts, parts of, of it, yeah. But the you know the fact that that retired FBI guy uh, Tebo Tebo however you're you yeah know, well, yeah whatever his name is um, basically just killed the investigation out of political shit never yeah. called him back never did a follow up interview Bob Liskey had evidence hard uh-huh. evidence uh-huh. linking not only Hunter Biden but the big guy but the big guy direct yeah. evidence linking big guy yeah to the business dealings yeah and. You know, by them covering it up, failing to investigate, failing to follow up, uh, yeah, that's undue pressure. They they influence the election because a lot of people who said they voted uh, for Biden, if they had known this, mm-hmm. wouldn't have voted for him. Now, right. I still think there's a lot of votes injected. I still think Trump would have won if they didn't cheat. But, dude, dude. I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the minute you say that, fucking cars start moving. Go, roll it out. Go, go, go. <laughs> you know, or, or PayPal will come after me, apparently. Yeah, they're at it again. Oh, and so anyway, so we were talking about Biden was down in Florida, right? Yeah. So, um. Looking for a soul to steal? Yeah. So listen, listen to, listen to this little fucking word salad here. Okay. From the president. Thank you. change the way with the zoning codes. For example, uh, my, the woman who heads up all this, this, this area for me, uh, Liz showed me a picture of the telephone poles we put up. Liz, where, where, where were they? Jackie? Liz, Liz. Anyway. Jackie? <laughs> Liz showed me a picture of the telephone poles we put up in Florida. I'm not sure what, where, where were that telephone pole you were showing me? Oh, it was right here, Fort Myers for Fort Myers Beach. Instead of doing cement poles or wooden poles, we put up steel poles. And guess what? They all were sustained. They all survived. The wires survived. The poles survived. It cost more money to put them up, but they survived. We also know we put a lot of this under, like in California. Okay, my question is, so first of all, he's like, uh, uh, uh. We put up a pole. <laughs> was it a stripper pole? <laughs> yeah. Why the hell? First of all, why would the United States government put up a utility pole? Yeah, isn't it the utility company's yeah. job to do that? Yeah. Yeah. We put up a pole. Um, uh, uh, it was it was steel. It was a steel pole, and it, it survived. There, you know, there's other things you can do. To, to prevent this stuff. You can underground your utility. Yeah. 
Um, now, Florida's a different monster because of the sandy soil and the, that other shit that we can't think of the name of. Yeah. Now, oh. I, I learned it in my uh, my uh, college science class when I was doing... Uh, you know, and then they're, they're, I forgot what it is. Basically, that, that's why they have so many sinkholes because water erodes there underground and it just right. kind of yeah, it just washes away. Yeah. Um, but okay, so even if you can't underground it, uh huh, um, you live in an area on a giant fucking peninsula, <laughs> yeah. on the ocean, yeah. and it's not, it's not that global warming is changing shit. Weather patterns have been weather patterns, and they've been in flux. For, for thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? And it's based on the temperature of the water. It's based on uh, gravity. It's Hell, even the, the, the gravity from the moon at certain orbits can affect the tide. Well, that's, yeah, well, it does affect the tide. That's why every afternoon, you know, when the sun starts setting, you get, it gets, the, the breezes pick up, right? It's mm-hmm. solar winds. It's like every day. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... You know, there, there, there's more influences than just us. And, of course, there was one scientist who lately was like, you know, everyone wants to reduce carbon emissions. He goes, the, the, the fact is, he goes, plants need carbon. You know, you know, our people, you know, breathe oxygen and we exhale carbon dioxide, right? Mm-hmm. The plants mm-hmm. take in carbon dioxide and create oxygen. oxygen. Right. <laughs> and he goes, it's a two-way street. If you reduce carbon emissions, you're reducing the ability of plants to grow and, and flourish. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, what we're producing is nothing. Right. Well, yeah. And then, plus, we talked about this last week. There's a, I have a graph that shows that hurricanes, they're not increasing. No. They're decreasing in new numbers and pretty much... In strength. In strength. But, I mean, uh, yeah, you're going to, every once in a while, you're going to have gonna one. You're going to get a strong one. You're going to yeah. get one of these. This is bound to happen. And the, another thing is, you know, this, it's changing. How long have we been tracking weather? Seriously. Well, I mean, we haven't, there hasn't been the technology around to do this for a very long time. Right. So how do we know that we're not, this ain't a cyclic thing? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that, was, that was my question to my yeah. science teacher. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like yeah. in chapter one of the book, you, you say that the earth is, mm. what, eight billion years old or whatever, you know, formed in the Big Bang Theory and the molten rocks, whatever, right? And, and, if, yeah. the, and if the earth is whatever, that old, right, and you got uh, Cro-Magnon man back how many millions of years ago and, yeah. you know, Encino mm-hmm. man after that, yeah. and now we, we've evolved to this. Mm-hmm. Where, how do we know what the data is? I mean, you, unless you're going to fucking dig down and get a core sample and go back how many thousands of years, mm-hmm. but you're going to see hot temperatures, cold temperatures. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about it on this show yeah. that uh, growing up in the 70s, right, mm-hmm. what was the big fear? It was the ice age. The ice age. <laughs> There's a second ice age coming. Yeah. Damn it. We're all going to freeze to death. Yeah. You know, oh my God, we're all gonna die. Well, that and the fact that you had to get rid of your aerosols because you're causing a hole in the ozone laser. When that was your, the '80s, man. No more, your, no put, more Aquanet. <laughs> yeah, putting on your fucking flock of pits, seagulls. Right? <laughs> you're causing a hole in the ozone. Quit putting on deodorant. Well, so um, speed stick by minute. So there's always something, always an next fear tactic, and these scientists. Here's what it is. 
they, the, the scientists create the next fear tactic because they all work for these universities mm-hmm. and they get federal funding mm-hmm. to do all this research on the latest fear. Oh my God, we gotta we gotta stop this next thing from happening. Right. Oh my gosh, you're all gonna die. Well, okay. Speaking of that, speaking of the next big thing, what happened to monkeypox? <laughs> did did uh, what's those things? Murder wasps or whatever? Do they haul away the monkeypox? Yeah, well, I mean, it's <laughs> it was like, it like monkeypox just fucking disappeared. <laughs> Must have been the raising, rising gas prices that drove well, monkeypox. Well, yeah, what, what 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 did happen here recently is to drive it off the news. I mean, there's got well, Ukraine is still in the news, but not as much anymore. Yeah, now their big thing with that is we're all we're it's an Armageddon. We're oh, yeah. a nuclear Armageddon. Putin's going to use nukes. Yeah, I mean. Whatever fucking scare tactic these fuckers can come up with, murder wasps, monkeypox, COVID, nuclear war, it's like, Jesus Christ. Well, they got to control the people. And then, you know, the, the whole economy thing and everyone being on unemployment or needing help and assistance. I heard mm-hmm. something the other day and it made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. If you have a free market society and people can sustain on their own, mm-hmm. then the government is subservient to the people, right? right. Yeah. But when you have an economy that's so bad mm-hmm. and people have to rely on government assistance to mm-hmm. live and survive. Was that, it the big muscle-bound dude from Canada? It, I think it was that one. Right. I think Mark Victor, I think I retweeted it. And Mark Victor was the other one that said it the yeah. other night in the debate. This guy. This one. Yeah, from like a year, like two yeah, years ago. Yeah, this is like, yeah, this is like two years ago. The mask is about compliance, because they know Canadians like to do what they're told. So if they tell you you have to wear a mask, next they're going to tell you you have to contact trace. Then they're going to tell you you have to take the vaccine. And because Canadians like to do what they're told, they're hoping that everyone just complies. And then guess what, kids? Once you take your vaccine, like a dumb person that doesn't know any better, they're going to tell you, sorry, the vaccine isn't as effective as we thought it was going to be. So now you still got to wear your mask, still got to get contact trace, still have all the restrictions and social distancing, and still take your vaccine. And then what did you get out of all of this? You got a whole year where you weren't allowed to travel, your business was closed, they took your rights and freedoms, they forced the vaccine on you, and what happened? The same amount of people died. Everything is the exact same. And now they're going to put you back on lockdown and bring it all the way till July of next year so they can do the same thing again. Bring you from July, August, and September, getting you off lockdown, but just to bring you back on lockdown again. If you idiots haven't figured it out yet, it's a perpetual cycle that you never get out of. And it's a way to take your rights, your freedoms, close your business, take your wealth. Why? So you become dependent on government. Why? If you're independent, the government works for you like it's supposed to. If you depend on the government to give you a paycheck to feed your family every month because they closed your business on you, now the government doesn't work for you. The government rules you. So instead of a middle class, we have the government, upper class, and the lower class dependents that rely on the government to survive. In other words, we have a slave class. Right. Yeah. Dead on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was two years ago yeah. that dude said that shit. Yeah. And he's, he couldn't be more right. Mm-hmm. So. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. He but, was right. You no, know, he is right. And and that's the thing. And But you have these fucking Democrats. That are still pushing for control and power and... and yeah, like, okay, I was reading the other day where Illinois is going to start giving out 
are like five hundred dollar checks a month to so many people. You know, it's uh, the what he's talking about. You know, some income in, or supplemental income. Not supplemental income. It's uh, God damn it. What's it? What? Oh, I can't think of the term of it now. But it's the one where the government basically, you know, where government would pay you. You wouldn't have to work, but the government's going to... Well, unemployment or... You know, it's it's an income. It's a, But basically, um, they're just going to give them like an additional five, 500 bucks a month. Yeah, but that's going to end up being taxed. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, but still. It's, but it, it's just a form of control, and it is. The Democrats, it's mm-hmm. like they give away enough free shit, mm-hmm. or they think you're getting free shit, just like the student loan forgiveness. Right? Oh, yeah, don't even get me started on that shit. Were you here when that came down? Did we talk about that? Because I, I know Lindy and I did. Oh, we talked some about it, I thought. Yeah. It's it's not... It's, there's no such thing as forgiveness. You, you fucking... No, you just to... transfer in the debt from them to us, the taxpayer. Yeah. Because the taxpayers are already on the hook. That's the thing that pisses me off about... Like, even the other night in the Senate debates with Mark Kelly, mm-hmm. he's talking about, well, I got money for this, and I got money for that. No, no, no. You didn't get that's our money. Mm-hmm. Right? You're the the people in DC and and you know Mark Victor came off on a couple of things sounded normal and a couple of things sounded like a fucking crazy man. He's yeah, the, who is that clown? He so he's a defense attorney here in town. Yeah. And uh but dude, he's a couple of things he started to sound like a whack job. Like one of the things he started talking <laughs> about was that the, the people should vote on is the age of consent. Like uh, really? What are you worried about the age of consent, you little perv? Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. Well, cuz that way he yeah, cuz you're a defense attorney. <laughs> You're, you'd be giving up fucking money. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, you know, it, it's our money. And he's like, both parties have gotten us here, people. He goes, don't listen to these two banter back and forth about reckless spending. He mm-hmm. goes, both parties, Republicans and Democrats for years mm-hmm. and for numerous administrations have gotten us to where this is. And he's right. It's not one or the other. Right. Um. But everything right now that Biden's doing, shit, we're just printing money. Let's just add a couple more zeros here to this, you know. And it devalues the current dollar. And it's not their money. It's ours. Yeah. I saw a tweet today, and it makes perfect sense. If if the government can just print money. Why are we paying taxes? Yeah, why are we paying taxes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, so it's. But and that's exactly what they're doing. They've just completely devalued the dollar because they're mm-hmm. spending money like it's mm-hmm. like it's not even theirs. Well, you heard that like this new this Ian relief bill. There's like twelve billion dollars in there for Ukraine. How is that even? No, when you're done. No, I mean how how, how do you put? You, yeah, that's the other thing. You need to put shit in the bill that's for the bill. Yeah, that, don't don't I, just yeah, hide I, shit in. I'm it. tired of this. Just calling the bill one thing. And putting 30 fucking things in there. Well, the Inflation Reduction Act is nothing. Production. To, it's production. Right. But the, 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 the name of Inflation Reduction has production. nothing to do with inflation at oh. all. Oh, I know. It's all been... climate change shit. Yeah. And it's going to, and it's it's all gimmicks. Uh-huh. And, and it's going to actually add mm-hmm. money to the deficit. Yeah. So what you got, Lindy? Illinois. It's guaranteed income. Plan. Guaranteed, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a pilot program, and they're giving $500 a month to 3,250 households People in of Cook color? County who qualify. More than likely, yes. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's a guaranteed income 
So once again, you're, you're buying votes. Otherwise known as socialism. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, you don't own a house. They probably live in Section 8 housing, so they get subsidized housing or free project housing. We're going to give them money. Um, they have to be below poverty level or something like that, right? I mean, yeah. Well, that's most of your people in the projects. Yeah. Well, they've tore down all the Yeah, yeah there's no the, projects there's in no Chicago. There's no projects anymore. Really? Anymore. Yeah. Yeah, thank God, because those things were fucked. Man, they're, they're nothing but sniper pits. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I told you about the time we were driving down the Dan Ryan, right? And you could see the muzzle flashes yeah. from the window. <laughs> yeah. Well, the question is, how do you know they were aimed at you, or were they just shooting at each other? We don't know, but you, but you don't know. That's the whole thing. But it's just like there's windows, right? There's window after window, and you just see these, pew, 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 and you know it's a muzzle flash. It's like, it's like, what the fuck? And then, and the, and when they were building New Comiskey. They said that they found bullet holes in the stadium seats. You know, they'd put them in, and then uh-huh. the next day they'd come back and start working, and they'd find fucking bullet holes in the fucking stadium seats. <laughs> in the upper deck, it's like, yeah, fuck, that's where I want to sit <laughs> during a fucking game. <laughs> so, yeah. <ooh. laughs> that would I, suck. I know shit. What are we doing on time, Lynn? 25 minutes. Okay, so let's see. What else I got in here? What I got in here that we can talk about for five minutes? Shit. Well, we can talk about gas prices for five minutes. but Going back up. But uh, Oh, here. Let's, let's talk about this. This is really good. I don't know if any of you guys heard this. This is, But Democrats are squirming in their seats right now. This, is, this has to do with Florida. But listen, okay. listen to this guy right here. Okay. That shit about DeSantis, but that gas here is here in Arcadia. In, in Arcadia. Now, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but it's here in Arcadia. So y'all know who we vote for. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about the rest of you motherfuckers, but I'm voting for DeSantis. And I'm a Democrat. So y'all call it what the fuck y'all want to call it. We got children out okay, here. Okay, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> that shit about... <laughs> yeah, this, this guy's like... Because he's in Florida. A gas truck pulls up. To his neighborhood, starts pumping gas into the ground, you know, into the tanks, and, and he's all, and the news is there, and uh, and he goes, "Yep," he goes, "I don't know who all you're, about, but I'm voting for DeSantis." He goes, "He goes, we got gas, you know, because DeSantis is getting shit done." Right. Yeah. But yeah, the the, the tweet is the this the that the media is going to lose their marbles over this video. Yeah. And. uh yeah. Well, they're putting on a good face right now, but they know they're about to have their asses handed to them. Well, well, because well, I'm, a, I'm, a, that's going to swing right into gas. I mean, well, I'm uh, not. You know what? The gas prices are going up right now. I'm not even going to fucking bitch about it. Because the higher they go, all yeah. it is is driving a fucking nail in the Democrats' chance. Yep. So, um, even let's talk. Oh, maybe, maybe what? the next segment, Carrie Lake. Okay, but here, listen, listen to this coming on from gas prices. About gas prices. You said the president was responsible for gas prices coming down. Is the president responsible for gas prices going up? So it's a lot more nuance than that, right? Um, Peter, you know this. <laughs> okay, first of all, he is responsible. Well, she, I think she went on to go back to Putin. She Putin, did. Putin, she... Putin price hike. Yeah. No, oh, no, 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 no. You can't. Yeah. 
that this administration, Biden ran, I'm going to not pass the buck, I'm going to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. He hasn't taken responsibility for shit. No. This chick is fucking idiot. They need to get rid of her. But I don't know what else. I mean. Who the, else what? I don't who, know. Who else is better? Um, nobody. Um, but it's. But well, I think they started to blame that the raise of prices now, are, they're blaming it on um, Saudi Arabia. Well, no, well, Saudi Arabia, is, they begged Saudi Arabia to increase production. Saudi Arabia gave them the big middle finger and told them, nope, we're going to actually reduce production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so now they're going to go beg Iran and Venezuela, right? And they won't admit, I mean, here, I mean, even, what's this guy's name? I just saved this tweet this morning. I saw it. Um, Obama's, one of Obama's economic guys. I saw that, but I didn't save it. Yeah. Um, I, I think I saved it here. Um, let's see. Former Obama economic advisor, Larry Summers, Biden, quote, made a mistake by canceling the Keystone Pipeline, slowing down all kinds of permitting, and being hostile to natural gas. Mm-hmm. So, on day one, yeah. all those executive orders Biden signed, Mm-hmm. Stopped our energy independence, yeah, and caused exactly what we're feeling yeah. today. If you remember when Trump was in office and gas was, they were basically giving you money to buy barrels of gas, right? Um, and Saudi Arabia at that point in time was fucking begging us to stop, mm-hmm. right? And now they're like, "Fuck you, we're going to reduce production." Right. So it, all he, if he reduced and said, you know what, I'm going to open up the pipeline. Right. I'm going to redo our permits. Right. He did a few things, and it's all speculation. Uh-huh. The prices of fucking oil dropping. OPEC's fucking begging us to stop again. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And, but Biden's not that smart, and his advisors won't do it, won't tell him to do it, because it'll, admit, it'll, it'll force him to admit that Trump was right. It'll, and he was wrong. It, no, he, was wrong. he won't admit Trump was right. He'll just, it'll force him to admit that he was wrong, and... He ain't going to do that because nobody fucks with a Biden. Yeah, yeah. Nobody fucks with a Biden. Except yeah. for OPEC, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. Putin. Yeah. <laughs> and MZ. Yeah, nobody fucks with a Biden. Um, well, all the prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to pay them. Yeah, pay, well. But they'll fuck a Biden. I mean, they'll fuck. <laughs> they'll fuck. Okay. Will they fuck with a Biden or just fuck a Biden? Uh, I don't know. Huh? I don't know. But, uh, but, but I could say fuck Biden. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. Thanks for coming down. We appreciate it. I picked up the phone. I won't. I won't. No one fucks with Biden. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah, you goddamn right. Outside the house. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I'll fuck with the Biden. <laughs> I'll be your Huckleberry. Exactly. I'll put the gloves on. Let's go. Okay. Three rounds. Three rounds. Let's take a break. Okay, fine. All right. Winner takes off. Jesus. Fine. <laughs> Bye. Don't, don't be invoking the Lord into this. <laughs> <laughs> I need him. <laughs> be right back. Okay, bye. <sighs> so we're back. That was quick, huh? Listening to Mike tell you how good Spotify is. Hey, speaking of Spotify... <laughs> Uh, anchor, you, or anchor? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's owned by Spotify. Yeah. So, um, do you hear Spotify is like going through podcasts now, looking for disinformation? <laughs> disinformation. Air quotes. Disinformation. Oh, are they? Yeah. Everybody's like disinformation. This. You know, uh, I'm sorry. 
They're trying to do that. If the Republicans come back in charge, mm-hmm. all these tech firms, you know what? What? Who? Who's the judge of what disinformation is or well, misinformation? I, I put that tweet out there a couple of weeks ago to some lady that <laughs> said, "We're getting, you know, okay. Remember there there was a news article. Uh, Justin News found out that four years ago or two years ago during the 2020 election that big tech was being uh, judged by." Uh, or being told what to suppress and all this other by stuff. By the FBI, by the California Secretary of State's by, office. By all the this Democratic stuff. National Committee yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so this lady, they got the whole, they got the gang back together, basically, right now. And uh, this lady said, yeah, we're getting ready to do all this and we're blah, blah, blah. And so I, re- I re- reached out to him and said, I go, who gets to decide what fucking disinformation is? You know? I mean. Right. You know, the... And, and the the government injecting in big tech companies to tell them to censor this mm-hmm. or or delete this account, yeah, that's a clear violation of the First Amendment in my book because now you have the government actively censoring, yeah, and, and silencing, yeah. Where's the dissenting voices? Where's the? I mean, it's not like this is being hidden, right? Right. But where's the Supreme Court on all this shit? Why didn't they? But but here's the thing: it's like okay, you're fine with that. So when the mm-hmm. rules are reversed, mm-hmm. right? If a Republican, you know, side of the aisle uh-huh. started using big tech and coercing people to silence dissenting voices, yeah. oh my God, the world's ending, you know. But it'll never happen because we actually believe in free speech. If you don't like what I have to say, yeah, don't listen. Yeah. So, so the woman's name was uh, Kate Starbird. I don't know who she's with. Let's see. Kate Starbird. Associate Professor of Human-Centered Design and Engineering at the University at UW, researcher of crisis information. I don't know if it's... UW, University of Washington? Or was... Yeah, okay, it's Washington because it's Seattle. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's a stoned-out hippie anyway. So she says, Our team is working on a threat framework for anticipating the spread of election-related rumors. Check out the table thread and blog. And and so so that I said, who gets to decide what misinformation, and what's being and what is it being based on? People don't have the right to question things, comrade. <laughs> comrade. Well, that's the thing, you know. The, the, <laughs> you know, the, this country was based on the fact that we get to to question our political leaders. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, not leaders, representatives, because these people aren't leaders. No, well, don't tell them that, boy. Why well, no? They're like, oh my God, we, we're in charge. Yeah, we're in charge, and if you don't believe us, we'll send the FIB on you. Open up. <laughs> what? Lindy's looking at me like, where? Where is it? <laughs> She's like, they're coming. Yeah, where is it? They're Should coming, damn it. You um, pulled that one out of your ass like three times last week. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Did you? FBI, open up. <laughs> Dude, it's coming. I know. I'm waiting for the SUV coming down the street with like six guys hanging off the fucking <laughs> skid you, bar. You, you sit up front. He, you, you see him coming. You go switch the address with your neighbor's house. <laughs> Change the numbers out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe that's why they drilled him into the side of the yeah. garage. <laughs> maybe that's what I need to do. I should get like a digital display that you can they Change. change. <laughs> Fuck, I could have swore I was here a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> Stand 
stand out front. It's his house right there. That's a motherfucker. Yeah. Put, put, yeah. Put the address and an arrow pointing over there. <laughs> Whatever you believe is is wrong. <laughs> so, uh, talking so local, we talked about Blake Masters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that debate the other night. Besides Mark Victor being like a weasel, <laughs> Mark Victor. Or so Kelly? Mark Mark Victor was the defense attorney. The one oh, is that his name? Yeah, I thought. Yeah, okay. So Mark Kelly, you had Mark Victor. So, Mark Victor was a guy, a lot of times, like, on these news channels, when there was a big, high-profile, like, uh, incident, they always go to the local defense attorney. Right. So, he's the little weasel that was on there that... Yeah. And... and, But some of the things he said were, like, he made sense. Mm -hmm. But other things he said, you're just kind of like... Because they kept cutting his ass off in his time, you know. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> okay, he just needs to get the hell out because he could actually cost fucking votes. What, Blake Masters, yeah. yeah, he could take money or votes away from Blake yeah. Masters. Just back the fuck. You're not gonna win. I don't you think have, he's gonna though. You have, he won't. You have. He has no fucking shot at this. Back out of the fucking race. But. Uh, a lot of it was Blake Masters, the same talking points, the same things. He went after him for the the IRS agents, which was a good um, for yeah. voting for yeah. 87,000 new IRS agents. Mark Kelly, to his credit, owned it. He goes, uh-huh. yes, we, I, yeah, I did vote for this because we need to. Now, here's where he fucked up. Uh-huh. We need to go after businesses uh, who aren't paying their fair share. Yeah, oh, right. Kelly, Mark, yeah, Kelly, Mark said Kelly said this. Yeah. So he admitted that he voted for eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking IRS agents. Do you need that many to go after big businesses? Yeah, no. Exactly. They're gonna and Kel, uh, Blake Masters did an awesome job redirecting. He goes, "You think they're only gonna target businesses, big businesses?" Mm-hmm. He goes, "No, it's, they're gonna target small businesses. They're gonna target you, the American taxpayer, mm-hmm. the Arizona taxpayer." Yeah, the, the government wants to put their fucking thumb, thumb on us. On, yeah, right. Um, and he goes, he goes, he 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 vetoed or, or you know voted down an amendment to that bill that yeah. would have provided for eighteen thousand new border patrol agents. Uh-huh. So why did he vote that down? And, and he's like, well, they're always trying to add stuff that doesn't he, you know doesn't pertain to the bill, like right. like Inflation Reduction Act that you're yeah. gonna fucking add 80, 87,000 IRS agents. Yeah. At what cost? At what salary? At you know that, that's the questions I'm having. Yeah. And. Yeah, because okay, the bill hires these guys, but their salary—that's every year. That's—I yeah. mean, so once this fucking year is over, or whatever, is, are they fired? No, no, exactly. Yeah. But how long is it going to take to hire eighty-seven thousand people? Well, apparently not. And According to that fucking training video I saw, apparently not long. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the motherfucker! <laughs> Let me wear my wheelchair up there. <laughs> If I had legs, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> Stand up. Yeah. Stand up, Joe. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, God love you. Jackie? 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 God damn it, Jackie, stand up. So. Stop hiding. So, it, it, there's a lot of people saying Masters won the debate, and I think he did. I think. Uh, oh, it was all over the radio the next day. Yeah. Is like he just whooped him. And Mark Kelly looked like a fucking idiot. Well, he did. Dude, because he's a rubber stamp for. for so he, he can't stand on his policies because he is. His voting record, his yeah. voting record yeah. alone 
shows that he is a rubber stamp for Schumer and Biden on everything they want. Uh-huh. He claimed to stand up to Biden. No, you didn't. You haven't stood up for shit. Right. Blake Masters at least gave Cinema props yeah. for, for protecting the filibuster when uh-huh. it came time for the Build Back Better Act. Yeah. And the principles of the Senate rules, yeah. you know, he goes, although she didn't vote the way I wanted her to vote on, on this, you know, I'll mm-hmm. deal with that another time. He goes, mm-hmm. but at least I give her credit for being a, a true independent voice for the voters of Arizona. Right. Not like Mark Kelly, who is just a complete rubber stamp for whatever Biden wants. Right. It, no, it is. Here, here, look at this is this, this, here's what Blake had to say on, on Mark Kelly's vote. Him. He's the 50th vote in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Joe Biden needed his vote. Mark Kelly, a year ago, could have dug his heels in and said, Mr. President, I'm not supporting a single thing, not a single spending bill, not a single piece of your agenda. Unless and until we get border security. Biden would have had to secure the border. Mark Kelly, if, he's, if this is the result of Senator Kelly being focused on the border, my gosh, he's the most ineffective and worst senator of all time. Yep. <laughs> he is. Of course, that's my theory. That's my, my theory all along. Well, he's, he's worthless. Well, and why did he get elected? He he, he wore a black T-shirt and looked tough. Not and and who's his wife? <laughs> the tard. <laughs> Gabby Gifford got shot in the head mm-hmm. at a Safeway. You know, at, at a Congress on your corner event, mm-hmm. which, which never should have happened. God, you know, mm-hmm. God bless her for surviving and, and all the trauma she's had to go through. But he, I, in my opinion, he got the sympathy vote for his wife. Oh, yeah. Duh. yeah. And, you know? and he's an astronaut. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been to space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm an astronaut. I'm, I'm a hero. I'm an American hero. You know, I still believe, uh, and it's just my opinion, uh, that General McGuire would have been uh, a, a true better candidate for the U.S. Senate. Uh-huh. Um, but he didn't have the money. He didn't have the traction. And I didn't realize that Blake Masters was on Trump's uh, transition team in 2016. I, I heard that recently, though. But, I mean, he, the thing about Blake Masters is he knows um, tech, big tech stuff, like how Twitter works. Mm-hmm. And, and so he'll be good in, in there when it comes to fucking... Section 230? Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. putting their thumb down on big tech? Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Well, needless to say, I'm not voting for Kelly. <laughs> No, no, you have to. That's, we were talking about this at work the other day. Yeah, whether I agree with Blake my, Masters on everything my, or not, my, my former my former boss is a Republican, right? Uh-huh. He goes, "Fuck you!" I ain't fucking voting in the midterms. I go, no, dude, you fucking got to you got to vote straight down the fucking ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to vote. Yeah. If you, I'm telling you, yeah, don't don't take this hard line of fuck it. There's no good candidates. Yeah, no. yeah. If you even lean. To the Republican side, go vote Republican. Yeah. Even if you don't, go vote Republican. Yeah. yeah. Here's why. Your grocery bill depends on it. Yeah. Your, your gas bill on your car or truck depends on it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything that you you touch and you pay for depends on it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. You're, you want your teenagers to live? It depends on it. Right. I mean, because without a, with the open border, fentanyl's pouring in. Fentanyl is... You take two tablets and you're fucking dead. Hell, you can do it on one tablet. You don't even know how much. Yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, two tablets and you're fucking dead. And these these, these people are selling them to your kids. Well, they don't even know what's in them. These kid, they're they're selling it and disguising it as all the other drugs. So mm-hmm. you get some kid who wants yeah. to experiment with uh, 
yeah. uh, Molly or whatever you know yeah. these kids are using now. Yeah. And it, it could be fentanyl laced and boop, dead. Dead. Yeah. You know. Oh, but that's not an issue. No, no, as long as long as, as long as you know we got voters. Yeah, we got, you know. Here's the thing, the Constitution is very clear. You have to be a citizen to vote. Yeah, but they're trying to import and make new. They want amnesty. The, you, okay, amnesty doesn't matter. You still have to be a citizen. But if they give amnesty to these guys, guess mm-hmm. what it does? It opens a pathway to citizenship for them. Yeah, seriously. Right. And, and but they're hoping for Latino voters, dude. Oh, okay. okay but here, but here, okay, here. Let me tell you something. Okay, okay. So you, I don't, you, I don't know if you put. Tell me something. Why I would look for this. So I don't know if you put out where I was on my special assignment. No, to. I did not. So I was down in South Texas for three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, besides Arizona and mm-hmm. our problems with immigration, mm-hmm. South Texas, the Rio Grande Valley, all that area mm-hmm. is, is just get inundated, right? Right. And South Texas and San Antonio, where I was at, huge, heavily. I'd say the majority is a Hispanic population down there. Uh huh. Do you realize the majority of Hispanics I ran into down there were Trump supporters? Okay. Seriously. What are you saying that? Diehard, diehard Trump supporters. I want you to listen to this. Okay. Okay. Listen to this. Today, after two years of socialist policies and wokeness, people coming to America looking for freedom, opportunity, and prosperity may think they're too late. That is not the case. There is hope. We have a Latino population that treasures God and values family, freedom, patria, country, and work. Patriots like Latina Congresswoman Myra Flores and others who champion those values. We have a great president, Donald J. Trump, the GOAT, the greatest of all times. (laughs) (laughs) Who sounded the alarm of socialism in Latin America and at home, who has defended our freedom, who gave us opportunity and prosperity a leader who loves us and loves this country and who has taken it on the chin and keeps getting up stronger than ever, fighting back, fighting back for us. President Trump has said, they're not after me, they're after you, I'm just in the way. We are blessed and we are thankful that Mr. President, you are in the way that you are not deterred, and that you will bring our country closer to God. Ladies and gentlemen, President Donald J. Trump. So, so that see, was at the Hispanic Leadership Conference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so all the ads I was seeing on the TV down there, all, uh-huh. the, all the, uh-huh. I'll tell you what, yeah. there are so many people in the Hispanic community in South Texas mm-hmm. that are tired and, and telling Democrat news media, you know, they, they went down there and had a town hall. Right. And all these guys are like, I voted Democrat all my life. They're mm-hmm. never getting my vote again. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Well, the Democrat Party left us. Yeah. They, they fail to realize that as Latinos, they think we're monolithic voters and just going to follow them. Uh-huh. They go, but our values are our, our faith and family. And he goes, our values are more conservative. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yes, we want security. He goes, mm-hmm. the illegal immigrants coming over violate our security, violate our freedoms, our sovereignty. And he goes, 
That's why we're voting Republican. But you know, if you're a God family country, you're a fucking fascist, right? Right. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, yeah. a lot of those South Texas counties that have been blue uh-huh. are turning red. Yeah. And the Democrats see that and they're scared of it. Uh-huh. Arizona, uh, since this debate the other night, there's been other pundits that said, you know what, we, we think Arizona is going to be a win for Blasters. Right. It was a toss up. It's gone from a toss up. Yeah. To now they, they're thinking it's going to go red. Well, you saw the other day where, speaking of Arizona, where Katie Hobbs didn't show up to the Hispanic town hall. The, the first ever. Yeah. Right? And, and, and Carrie Lake's there. <laughs> yeah. And she and all of a sudden, it was a dead heat. And now all of a sudden, Carrie Lake's like way ahead. Well, because Carrie wanted to show up to the Latino community. She knows, you know, it, it's... Well, she's married to a Hispanic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the, the funny thing is, yeah. is... Conservatives and Republicans are not anti-immigrant. We're not anti, you know, we're, they're just going to paint people as racist and fascist. Why? Because because it's that, easy. It's easy. Yeah. Right. The, the the fact of the matter is, I mean, you know why I love Arizona? I mean, I, I'm a white boy, right? I, I was a transplanted when I moved. I know I'm, I'm a little tan. <laughs> okay. And then my tattoos covered up. <laughs> we have the same, we have the same parents, so you confused me there. Right. <laughs> so, um. But here's the yeah. deal. One thing I've always loved about Arizona is yeah. the Hispanic culture, yeah. the Native American culture, the fact that, you know, I love Mexican food. I really do. Um, okay, that has nothing to do with being in But But it's, it's the whole culture down here that, honestly, there's a difference between Mexican food in Arizona and Mexican food in Texas. I mean, who, well, yeah, because it's a different... But... Yeah. Different parts of Mexico. Same thing with New Mexico. Di- different types of influence, yeah. right? Yeah. And... and I'll tell you what, if you're if you're listening to a South Texas, something I learned, this fucked me up the other day, man. Okay. I went through a place called Taco Cabana, right, for breakfast. Uh-huh. And I get to get some breakfast tacos. Okay, is now is, is it like Filbertos or is it like Taco Bell or is it like something else? It, it's 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 South Texas or it's Texas version of like a, a McDonald's. I mean they just you could get anything there, right? But I went through uh-huh. and I asked for uh I look at the menu and I see the, the Bacon and potato uh, breakfast tacos, right? Uh-huh. So I ordered them. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so wh- what are you thinking of breakfast tacos, the base? You can get the tortilla and the eggs, right? Right. And you want potatoes and bacon. Yeah, yeah. I ordered the bacon potato breakfast tacos. What yeah. do I get when I open up? I get bacon and potatoes. No eggs. No eggs. It's bacon and potatoes. They're literal at everything. <laughs> <laughs> See, I went back and looked at the menu. Yeah. There's other ones. You had to ask for the ones with the egg in it. Really? <laughs> Where's my fucking egg? But for them, yeah. Hey, you, you wanted you wanted a bacon potato taco. Here you go. Well, there's only um, so, so much room in a taco anyway. But <laughs> well, even yeah. they didn't have. They're not big breakfast burrito people down there like we are. Really, they're I, more tacos. Dude, I love breakfast. I right? love a good breakfast. Burrito. But down in South Texas, it's more tacos. Everything is more street taco side. But that's what I'm saying. The culture here in Arizona, you know, with the the Mexican food, there's a different way they cook the rice, the beans. Um, it, it's I've always loved being part of that culture. Uh-huh. You know, even though I'm not from that culture, uh-huh. I support it, and I see the influence it has on the way I grew up out here as a kid, and the, and you know how a lot of my opinions were formed. Right. So I'm not anti anybody. I'm I feel like I'm more inclusive. I was brought up in an environment where the high school I went to was, you know, it was a mix. Right. And. It, it gave me experiences growing up that I think I could never duplicate. Right. 
But because of that, though, that helped form who I am. But then again, that culture, the Mexican culture, based on what I've seen, they are about, they have a lot more conservative values than what the Democrats give them credit for. So the Democrats think, well, if you're if you're a Hispanic or if you're a black, you have to vote for us. They're trying to keep them. Why? Because they give them, well, if we keep giving them food stamps, we keep giving them payouts, we keep giving them this, they're enslaving them. And just like that guy from Canada said, if you if you're dependent on the government, they own you. And Trump, what he did in the Republican Party, what they're trying to do is I don't want to give you anything. I want to help you earn your own way. I want to help you be prosperous on your own. And then when you're prosperous on your own, the government doesn't own you. The government works for you. Yeah. And that's the message they really need to get out there. And Carrie Lake, by going to that Hispanic community uh, town hall, mm-hmm. and Katie Hobbs not showing, what message does that send? That means Katie Hobbs is going to take them for granted. She thinks she already has their vote. She doesn't have to show up and explain herself. Right. And you know what? Katie Hobbs is going to get her ass kicked in this election. Right. So. I hope so. Oh. Oh, she's she's a waste of skin. Oh, my God, dude. Did you see the video over at Starbucks where the guy went up to ask her a question and she refused to answer questions? Uh-uh. Well, didn't you... Lindy, didn't you say she was going to be on uh, like I saw an Good ad Morning America or something Fox like that? Or saw CBS 5 tomorrow morning. Yeah. CBS 5? Mm-hmm. Well, I can already think how she talks. She talks very nasally. And, and I am so special. Bitch, you better suck up to the people. Because get your unemployment check ready because it's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Governor Lake. I hope so, because uh, I think I Glenn back last night when I was driving. Um, Home? I, yeah. I heard he was talking to um, another one of the O'Reilly, and O'Reilly was saying that he didn't think Carrie Lake was going to win. Why? Because Arizona's too blue. No. Um, no. Our Arizona's always been red. We only turned blue last the couple last years. Well, be, oh, and why are we turning blue? Because they cheated. Well, no. <laughs> Besides that, why are we turning blue? Uh, California. California. Bingo. Because California uh, is driving people out of the state because they can't afford it. And where are they going? Canada. They're coming here. Yeah. Well, also, they're going down to South Texas. There's a lot of Californians down there. Uh-huh. And the Texans fucking hate them, dude. Well, uh, because like, it's it's driving the cost of everything up. Right. Well, I was, well, well, yeah. I told you about. Okay, so during the last election, last November's election, right? There was some bond issues on the fucking table, right? Mm-hmm. And it said, um, you know, it, this will be paid by a rise in your fucking property tax, right? And it, everybody knows Arizona property taxes are really low. Yeah. So, on this app called Next Door Neighbor or whatever, people, someone was talking about it, and these people are going, well, I mean, yeah, I just moved here from California, and, and our ta- our property taxes are real low, so I'm going to vote for it because, you know, a little bit of raising this is not that big of a fucking deal. Hey, Fuck off. Yeah. Fuck you. Go back <laughs> yeah. to California. Yeah, exactly. And this is why you fucking moved here, because your, your taxes, you voted all this shit in that fucked up your life. 
And then you move here. And you're and, fucking up mine. And you're going to vote for the same shit and you're going to fuck up everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, they're low here for a reason because yeah. we don't want high taxes. So I was listening to Clay Travis Buck Sexton the other day, right? Yep. They were interviewing the governor of Oklahoma. And I forget why, but it doesn't matter. Um, but he was talking about the people from California moving to Oklahoma. Right, and he was he was he's grateful for him, and you know, like any any, but he jokingly, and I'm gonna say he jokingly said he goes, he goes the thing, the fact of the matter is though, he goes, I had to wait 18 years to vote here in Oklahoma. He goes, I think I'm, I think I ought to make these guys wait 12. Yeah, you know, because don't let them come in and California your fucking state, state. and that's all they're gonna do. Yeah. And it's like everywhere they go, they're, they're like a fucking virus. Yeah, exactly. California and New York, they're like a fucking virus. Yeah. They, 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 they fucking ruin and kill wherever they're at, and, and then they yeah, fucking but, leave because yeah. it's too expensive and they can't afford it anymore. Uh-huh. So they take all their money that they make there because everything's so expensive. They sell a house for $2 million, and it's a fucking shack. Right. They go to Arizona, Oklahoma, Texas, where things are affordable. Uh-huh. They buy everything for cash outright. Right. And, and so you... People who are trying to, you know, put a put your family in a home for the first time, right? Can't can't can compete. Afford, yeah, and then and then they start voting for the same bullshit that they just left. Uh-huh. Oh, it's worth it. I mean, we need this for the social program. We need this to take care of whatever. Yeah, and and, and our taxes aren't that bad, so we'll, we'll we'll vote for it. You know, so our taxes go up a little bit. Well, and and then the people who have been living in that economy where everything is. The cost of living is low, but so are the wages. Right. But everyone can yeah, survive. Exactly. And now you're fucking outpricing everybody. That's mm-hmm. what's happening here yeah. in Arizona. Right. Well, because well, I used to hear, this is what I used to hear all the time here. Well, you know, people people always want your job. You know, this is Arizona. People want to move here. They'll want your job, so we don't have to pay you this. Okay, but. But it's changed this last two years. Mm-hmm. Now places in Arizona are having troubles filling those jobs. Yep, I know that for yeah. a fact. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you can't afford to live here. Yeah. So that we could, you know, there's ten people standing in line for your job. Yeah. Is no longer the case. Yeah. Well, no. Not, there's ten jobs standing in line for that one person. Right. And you're competing to find the qualified candidate. Yeah. If you want a qualified candidate now, you've got to. Yep. Yeah, but, I don't know, it's just, I, I already went through this once in my life with, the, with the, when, Californ- when the Californians were coming over here, buying up property right and left, and the fucking housing market was going fucking yeah. skyrocketing back in 2007, and then it bottomed out. I know. And, and it's going to happen again. Well, so my daughter had been trying to sell her house and buy a new one. Uh-huh. And she just took it off the market yesterday because uh-huh. the offer she was getting was way low than what she wanted to sell for. Uh-huh. And what she, the house she was trying to buy was still way too much. Right. And, and the difference, and plus the interest rates. Yeah, and plus the interest rates are up almost 7%, up to 7%. Right. Now. Yeah. And the, there's like, I, I was talking to my son-in-law, and I'm like, dude, this is not the time. This is the time to hold what you got. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. and and let the market settle because right now under this administration, mm-hmm. it's still going to be a fucking mess. That's what that's what we told Nicole. We told Nicole the other day, go ahead, keep working. You can live here, 
set, keep saving money for your down payment. Yeah, exactly. You're, <laughs> right? Cause, yeah. Because you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Well, no, but the thing is, eventually the market's going to fucking bottom again. It's going to come down. Well. And if she has enough, has money. She has money, then she has the down payment. She'll get a low in. Hopefully the interest rates will come start down. Start dropping, and yeah. then she can jump all over it. Mm-hmm. So it's funny we talked about this because I actually I think I liked it here mm-hmm. uh, this morning reading something that said here we go show this thread uh-huh. the Fed just admitted that a sharp home price decline is possible uh-huh. right oh. um, <laughs> while this housing market correction could be fairly mild I cannot dismiss a possibility of a much larger drop in demand and house prices before the market normalizes. Fed Governor Christopher Waller said. And he's a, he's a college-educated right. guy. And, That's uh, the first time that a Fed official has acknowledged that the ongoing housing correction could see home prices fall at a national level. And, it, and yet here I am, you know, just Joe Blow citizen. I mean, I fucking know this is going to fucking happen. Right, exactly. We've been talking about this for a while. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's like, uh, he also admitted that the home price correction might be, end up being more than just a small tick down. He says it could be a material home price correction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so despite the risk of a material correction in house prices, several factors help reduce my concern that a correction would trigger a wave of mortgage defaults and potentially sta- destabilize the financial system. Yeah. Uh, so it's like right now, I, I told my son-in-law, I said, Listen, I said, I know my daughter, what she wants to do, and she's can be very mm-hmm. persuasive to get what she wants. Um, but they have four kids right now, and right. She, works from, she works from home, and he works from home part of the time. She wants them each to have their own rooms and everything else. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, that'd be awesome. In a perfect world. In a yeah. perfect world. But, you know, honestly, right now she has two boys, two girls. Yeah. They're all under the age of 10. Yeah. They can share rooms. Dude, how long did we share a room? Oh, I don't know. Well, there's three of us. There's three of us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How long did we start share a room? Uh, I mean, I shared a room with my sister until I was 17. We had, we had bunk beds and, yeah. and like, I forget, one, like, twin or two. On the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and then the, yeah. the two girls were in their room. Yeah. Which, and these rooms weren't fucking They were huge. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, back in the 70s, that house was small. Dude, you have no idea how small that house was. Well, because I was small living in it, so I thought it right. was huge. Well, I know. <laughs> Dude, when I went back there, and before it got taken out with the flood, yeah, I drove by it. I'm like, holy fuck. That <laughs> thing's fucking small. It was like, it, but when we were kids. That was the house. That was, the, yeah, it was big. Yeah, I think a lot of people have to realize that what your wants and what your needs are are two different things. Yeah. And just because you want five-bedroom home does not mean you're going to get a five-bedroom home unless you have enough people to pay for a five-bedroom five home. home. Well, yeah. So it, it, it's just the, right now, until this shit settles down, this is probably the time to hold what you got. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is the time. It's time to just sit Because the, the market, mm-hmm. the housing price is going to come down. Interest rates until they get this inflation under control, and it's it's only out of control because of the policies of this president, mm-hmm. right? Well, yeah, seriously, Dude. he he caused this. He has caused every moment of every percentage point of this. FBI, open up! Yeah, <laughs> but he has caused every percentage point of that interest rate hike. Yes, because of his fucking policies. Not Putin. 
and let me reiterate, I am not a Putin sympathizer. Yeah. <laughs> Comrade. Yeah. <laughs> I have to clarify. I'm but, not a sympathizer. But he, Putin did not fucking cause this shit. Right. Yeah. So it, it's... Nor did the small garage... Gas station owners. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Who don't raise your prices. I can't believe you're raising prices. I'm warning you. What are you going to do to me, yeah, fucker? Do yeah. it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one fucks with a Biden, dude. Come on. Fuck Come on. you. We already played that clip once. Nobody so. fucks with a Biden. So. All right. How are we doing there, Lindy? Let's do it. Do what? Is 30, it, 32 minutes. Is it time to call it already? Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to play something real quick. Of course you do. Well, I'm, I wanted to lead <laughs> off the second half of the show with this. but Did Not end it with it? <laughs> yeah, not end with it, but it's fine. I want to play this for you. It's it's from The View. It's from 2000. So everybody... Is this Norm MacDonald? Yes. <laughs> everybody knows about The View and, the, and their fucking leftist leaning. But I had no idea it went back this far. Oh, it goes way back, dude. But uh, I want you to listen to this. This is Barbara Wawa. Mama Wawa. Barbara Wawa. And uh, and the rest of the... Who's the fat bride that was on it? Used to be... Remember she had the belly the bypass surgery uh, or whatever the fuck it was? Okay, anyways. Uh, li- here, listen to this real quick. Maybe turn it up. I don't know. Uh, what's up, man? Okay, Norm, you're Canadian. Yes, I am. So what do you think of this whole presidential mess? Uh, well, I, I hope that uh, uh, the Democrats don't steal the election from the, uh, the winner, you know, but mm-hmm. who knows? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you like George Bush, don't you? I love George Bush, man. He's a good man, decent, you know, uh, none of this. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's not a... Uh, a lie or a crook murder or anything like that. So it'd be good to get the. See, I, I don't. I think we should get the homicide out of the White House and get like a, <laughs> a, a fresh start because we don't want any more murderers. I no, think we, we should just go on to the next question. Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. oh Clinton, he murdered a guy. Yeah, you know we're not allowed. <laughs> you're not allowed to put out no, no accusations. That that's a little Darling, too that's far. That's the way it does let's work. Just, let's just go on to the next question. Uh, that's why. Yeah. This is not my week. What can I tell you? <laughs> Oh, it's not mine either, and I'm being very nice, okay? <laughs> Be a good boy. Now, Norm. Do you never hear that? No. Listen, Norm, we don't need to talk about this. I don't want to get into this, and I don't want to hear it, and this is not the place to make those accusations, and you're supposed to be funny. Oh. Let's get on there. Exactly. <laughs> so get with it. There you go. This is a live show. Not Why? Norm, but you have been properly chastised by Barbara, oh. so I'm not going to ask the next question. I thought it was a matter of record. Shut no. up. Uh, Shut up. Okay. Let me do this, okay? okay? I'll tell you what's a matter of record. You will not be invited back if you don't shut up. Uh, All right, uh, now. Not be invited back to the view. All right, man, manslaughter. Let's talk football. Oh, Norm, Norm, did you ever hear the word? Oh, oh the phone is ringing. I certainly good. hope that's somebody calling Please. to tell you to go home. Oh, no. Dude, you got a phone ringing. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> Um... Answer the phone. Hello? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, The thing is this. So, yeah, this is 2000. The the year 2000. 
when he was talking about the Clinton and the Whitewater, how people kept dying that had yeah. anything to do with those investigations into him. Yeah. And they're covering for the Democrats then. Then, yeah. I had no idea it went back that fucking far. You see how skinny Joy uh, Behar was? Yeah. How young she was? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it goes back to then. Oh, you can't say that. Why not? Why can't I say that? Yeah. Because we're covering for the Democrats. But, yeah, so... How long has the media been involved in this shit? Think about it. Think about it. Yeah, a long time. Yep. They've been trained because they control what you think. It's been said out loud before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, Mika Brzezinski. Yeah. It's our job to tell you how to think or yeah. what to think. Yeah. And uh, no, it's not. Ladies. No. Your job is to report the news. Give me the facts or give me the information. Let me decide. The fact, or what I want to believe, or what I feel, yeah, because, how to feel if, about if, it. Because if you really believe that, then I question how you actually fucking got your job right. or your qualifications for your fucking right. job. Just give me, tell me what happened. Let me decide how I feel about it. Yeah, exactly. I don't need your opinion. Right. Yeah. You know, of course, we are an opinion podcast. So yes, I'm yes. going to give you my I'm opinion. I'm going to give you my opinion. <laughs> exactly. And you're going to fucking like it. <laughs> How you now? What? Humana, humana, humana. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> but I, you know what? We never purport to be news or journalists. Yeah, we're, we're not. not news. We're we're here to give our opinion on something. This is the whole reason I started. Am, am I my opinion? Democrats suck. Yeah. The, the the reason I started this whole thing and and Mike jumped in and you jumped in is because we felt our voices weren't being heard. Hmm. And, nope. And so I listen to uh, News Talk Radio. You know what's funny? And, and and the thing is, News Talk Radio is good and all, but you need something like, I think you need something like this show. Well, it's just because we're, we're not celebrities. We're not getting paid to do this. We don't, obviously, you know, we're not on a syndicated radio, local radio. No, and, and we... We just we just live and and give you our fucking uh, yeah. We talk about shit that's going on. And we tell yeah. the how we feel about how it. we feel how it, how it affects us and but it, if it affects us this way, it's <laughs> going to affect you this way. I mean, there's just well, no, and you know to be honest, there Chuck, you know we've even mentioned this. You know when it comes to finances right now, I think you and I are doing better than most some people. people. Yeah. Um, but however. You know, you know what? I'm. You know what? I still see the difference in the paychecks and the cost of everything. And oh, uh, yeah. So it, it still affects us more than it affects these politicians who are clueless because of how rich they are because they're no. making money. And no, yeah. And I've, I've 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 said all along that um, it's affecting my savings. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Being able to set them as much set, aside, set, set, yeah, it's almost to the point where we're living paycheck to paycheck now. Yeah, your savings ain't increasing. What you have is what you have. Yeah, um, which in the long run, once come time to retire, yeah, that's gonna fucking, that's gonna affect your quality of life when you retire. Uh-huh. It's gonna affect you know. It's like okay, so I told you when I don't, I don't know how this happened, but somehow on my Twitter account on fucking the phone. That the first thing that always comes up after I refresh is a fucking Biden tweet, right? 
And Biden's always in there saying, well, if the Republicans get their house, they're going to repeal this and, and it's going to cost uh, taxpayers. Well, it's going to you know raise the cost. It's going to take away the ability for Medicare to negotiate drug costs. Well, because you guys snuck that in there. Yeah. Well, let's see. Drug costs were down. Insulin was down when Trump was there. Yeah. If you want that, then make a bill that says, hey, we're going to do this and it's going to reduce, allow, allow Medicare to, but don't put anything else in there. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, that's a whole other topic for another show. I think yeah. uh, we're getting the, I, I think there's also yeah. a football game coming on you want to watch. Yeah, half hour. There's a football so, game coming on. So, so, hey, um, feels good to be back though. I know. It's good to have you back, man. <laughs> it was, it was, it's a little rough. Lindy put up. Jumped in. She Lindy jumped in, man. She, she. Filled in for me. Thanks, Lindy. Did her job. You're welcome. She, dude. Now, she, today. I would have tried to notice, call in. I would have tried to. Today, she kind of quieted yeah. down a little bit. I would have tried to call in, but honestly, I mean, I was out there for work. Yeah. And I was literally putting in like 70, 75 hours a week out there. Don't worry about it. And any downtime I had, I was like, man, I just need a break. Because I don't know if if you're a union supporter or not. Um, I, am, I am not because I've had to deal with them. <laughs> but the union that I was dealing with in Texas, you know, I understand yeah. unions and the, the reason for them. And uh-huh. I get it. I'll, you know what? You want to unionize, I support you. But the union stewards that where I was working... We're just a total pain in the ass, and and it was any type of small change they filed a grievance on shit that yes. you know. You ever heard of the little boy that cried wolf? Yes. That was them. The problem is all the things they're making grievances on. Yes. Eventually, when there's a real issue, they're not going to be believed. So, if you were involved in a union, listen to this show. All I can say is, you know, you have an obligation to work with management. It's supposed to be a a, a relationship of trust. Uh-huh. You know, got it. You got to cut a CBA that that you know trust to a point, but that CBA uh-huh. is a contract between the union and the company. Uh-huh. The company has rights too, not just the employees. No, so, not according to the union, well, not according, but there are. Uh-huh. All I say is, if you want a good relationship, for, based on my experience, uh-huh. reach out to those managers and try to build a relationship on trust uh-huh. and, and mutual agreement. But when both sides are confrontational from the get-go, it's uh-huh. not going to be good. And that's that was my experience out there for three weeks. My experience was, and this is the only thing I ever took back from it, was my guys complained about each other. They were acting like children. Yes. And I and called them out on it. I said, you guys are acting like fucking fourth graders. And I got called before the union for calling them fourth, fourth graders. graders. Well, that's the thing. Everyone, everyone I've noticed in the union, especially the union stewards and, uh-huh. and the employees, yeah. worry about what everyone else is doing uh-huh. instead of focusing on what you're doing at your job. Uh-huh. If you focus on your job and what you're doing, yep. things will be easy. But the union stewards there were, were actively seeking out and looking for grievances. Uh-huh. Not the employees coming to them saying, I think my rights are violated. No, our, our right? employees actually look for fucking violations. So. Well, our, our stewards were looking for violations yeah. too. And, and you know that's and that's where the confrontational relationship comes in. Uh-huh. So when you start off a working relationship with, with confrontation, what do you think is going to happen? Every day is going to be confrontation. Right. And it's going to be adversarial. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know what? Understanding, and I told the employees, you know, as a member of management, which I am, because <laughs> right, that uh, 
you know, I understand, and I'm not here to, to belittle or to screw over the employees because without the employees, the mission doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. My job is to be fair and honest, but I have a contract I have to uh, employ and, yeah. and, and adhere to. And what they were getting used to in the past was previous managers had, had allowed them to do things. Oh, I, I see what you want. We can do this if you want it, you know. Yeah. But what it was, it violating the contract. Well, they didn't file grievances because they got what they want, but it wasn't in line with what the contract said. I come in to follow the contract, and there's grievances. Yeah. Well, okay, why? Well, that's not the way it was done. Well, that's not the way it was done, but that's the way the contract says to do it. And so, anyways, yep. that, that was my headache for three weeks and why I wasn't here. Yeah. Uh, but he's back now, and we're good to go. And so if we can get all three of us. And fuck unions, that's all I get to say. Lindy, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah, if Lindy fucking starts chiming in. I chimed in. Once or I'm, twice. I'm sure Lindy has a following out there. Yeah, I'm sure. So, your following wants you. She, they need you. I'm getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> football. College right. football. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week. All three of us. Bye. 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 Bye.